0: This is episode 170 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, happy Thursday. You're a pastor, and you're a pastor today. So, welcome to another day of ministry. And this week, we've been talking about feedback. We've been talking about receiving feedback from others. We haven't talked so much about giving feedback. And as a pastor, as a leader, you want to help your people to be better, help them to grow in their, in their understanding of their role as a follower of Jesus, help them to grow in their, in their giftedness and in their service to the body and to the community and the world. And so here are some ideas that I have for you as you think about giving feedback, because yesterday we talked about the four questions that you need answers to if you want to receive the best feedback. Here's an idea for delivering feedback. If you're going to give feedback to the people in your church, what if you modeled your words, your comments to them around the one another's in the New Testament, and particularly these one another's? How about Romans 12.10? Honor one another above yourselves. How would that change the way that you give feedback? How would that change the way a person receives it? If they truly sense that you are honoring them, even above yourself, they're going to be open to receive whatever advice, whatever counsel, whatever feedback you're going to give. How about this one from Romans 14? Stop passing judgment on one another. Okay, well, that's that's a good one, because if you feel like you're being judged when you're getting feedback from somebody, then you're not going to receive that feedback feedback very well nor that feedback. In fact, if you have it, a feedback, you might want to make a new social media uh, app out of it. Never mind. Moving right along, Romans Romans chapter 15, it says, instruct one another. Sometimes when giving feedback, we point out something that this person maybe could do better, and they just need some instruction. And so if you are gifted to instruct and if you have the, uh, the skill and the understanding, then instruct somebody else. How about Galatians two? carry each other's burdens. Have you ever had a 360 uh, feedback session with a couple people that represent a lot more people that sit with you and walk through this uh, litany of comments about your performance, about you as a person, and you feel like you're kind of all alone and you're uh, defensive. Maybe you're trying to fend for yourself and defend yourself. Carry each other's burdens. What if you, very obviously, help the person you were giving feedback to with the burdens that they might have because of this feedback? How about Ephesians 4 2? Be patient, bearing with one another in love when giving feedback. Philippians 2 In humility, consider others better than yourselves. Again, we talked about that a few times. Uh, Instances ago, in humility, consider others better than yourselves when giving feedback. I think the feedback is going to be much better received. How about Colossians 3 9? Do not lie to each other. Well, that would be helpful. Johnny and I have often said in our other podcasts, we can't be lying on the podcast. That just doesn't really work. And so don't lie to each other when you're giving feedback. Be honest be honest. And and I would also add speaking the truth in love. Colossians 3.16 says to teach one another. Colossians 3.16 also says to admonish one another. These are ways that you can give feedback. Build each other up, 1 Thessalonians 5. When you're giving feedback, do it in a way that will build the other person up and that will, according to Hebrews 10, spur the other person on toward love and good deeds. One more, 1 Peter 4.10, each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others. So whatever giftedness you have, use it to serve the person you're giving feedback to. You're seeking the best for them. In a Harvard Business Review article called The Feedback Fallacy, Marcus Buckingham and Ashley Goodall wrote about the right way to help colleagues excel. They said if you want to get into the excellence business, here are some examples of language to try. So they say that instead of saying, can I give you some feedback, maybe just say to the person, okay, here's my reaction to whatever. Here's my reaction to your performance. Here's my reaction to how you did. And instead of, so instead of saying, can I give you feedback? Just say, well, here's my reaction. It reduces uh, defensiveness. It pulls down a person's defenses when you're talking to them. Instead of saying, good job, say instead, here are three things that really worked for me when you did that. And what was going through your mind when you did these three things? That, that just kind of teases out exactly the good things that you believe, the good job that you believe they did. Instead of saying, here's what you should do, instead try, here's what I would do. Instead of saying, here's where you need to improve, you could say, well, here's what worked best for me, and here's why. Instead of saying, that didn't really work, just say, well, when you did that, I felt this, or I didn't get that. See, that way you're telling them, when you did that, this is how it hit me. This is how it landed with me. I'm not saying it didn't work, but if this is how you want people to react, then fine. But if it's not, you might need to rethink that. Also, instead of saying, you need to improve your communication skills, instead you might say, here's exactly where you started to lose me. That gives them a very specific direction to go in so that they don't lose the next person. Instead of saying, you need to be more responsive, you could say, you know what, when I don't hear from you, I worry that we're not on the same page. Instead of saying, you lack strategic thinking, you might say, man, I'm struggling to understand your plan." Please explain it more. And then instead of saying, you should do X in response to a request for advice. So they ask you for your advice. Well, you should do, you know, X, Y, Z. Instead, try, what do you feel you're struggling with? And and what have you done in the past that's worked in a similar situation? See, this is instead of giving feedback You're more coaching a person to understand what just happened, or you're coaching them to understand what they just did and what its impact was and how they might be able to improve it based on how all of that landed on you. So these are just some ideas in giving feedback. Try to model your feedback after the one another's of the New Testament, as much as possible. And hey, just Google them. There's 59 specific ones. But if you got rid of the duplicates, you you come up with 36. There, that's what I came up with, 36 one another's. We only looked at about a dozen of them. So there's 24 more. But if we would model our feedback after the one another's, and if we would try to supplant some of the unhelpful language with more helpful language... That might aid us in the process. Again, the uh, Harvard Business Review article called The Feedback Fallacy by Marcus Buckingham and Ashley Goodall. A lot of good stuff in there to take a look back and it, 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 A lot of good stuff in there to take a look at. In fact, they kind of poo-poo feedback, but they really just use other terms to talk about how to help somebody reach toward excellence. Hey, Pastor, tomorrow on Friday, we're going to wrap up this whole issue of feedback. So I'll see you right back here again tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.